Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. I want to start the hour by reading this text message that came through. It said, what? Wow, Ryan, that's so depressing. I pray to God you are wrong. That's coming in from Tina. I, at the very end of the last hour, gave you my predictions of what I think could be happening here. Uh, Mike Parson reelected as governor. I think Cory Bush is going to win the first congressional district and Ann Wagner in the second. I actually... I'm going to call the underdog on this one and say that Paul Barry actually could take this. Uh, I know it, it doesn't. It, it's unlikely, unlikely just based on the voting patterns. But I do believe that there is a chance there. And I do believe that there is a lot more people motivated to vote for him. I don't know if anyone, anyone is excited for Sam Page. I think the only reason they would vote for him is because of the affiliation. And if that's the case, that is awfully sad and depressing, considering that happened in the last time. And now the person that ran and won is in federal prison. So circuit attorney's office, I think Kim Gardner is going to win that. Unfortunately, I don't like that. Missouri Amendment 3. So I think that's going to get a yes vote. And the president of the United States. This is a tough one. And this is the one that really has bothered me. And I've gone back and forth, and I've really, really, really tried to prepare myself for the worst. And I think through that preparation, I've started to believe that Joe Biden is going to win this. And it's going to make me very sad. And it makes me sick to think about it right now because I don't want a Joe Biden presidency. I do want Donald Trump to continue. But I feel like if I'm going to have to make a prediction and my life depended on it, I would vote Joe Biden. No, excuse me. I would vote as in I'm not voting for Joe Biden. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to make that uh, any mistake there. I will vote for Donald Trump tomorrow. I have no problem with it. But if I had to make a pick between the two of what I think would be the outcome, I'm going to say Joe Biden. And it scares me and I don't like it. I don't think um, a lot of people like it either. I want to know what your predictions are for tomorrow, and I want to spend this time together at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And I just really want to get your gut feeling on this. What I want to do is I'm going to do two tallies, okay? I'm going to do one tally where I'm going to take down uh, who you want to win, who you think is going to win. So I want you to tell me who you want to win, who you think is going to win. 
because they could be two different things like it is for me. I want Donald Trump to win. I think Joe Biden will win. Let's go to Greg, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. Good evening, Mr. Recker. Good to hear from you. How are you? Oh, uh, last time I called in, I told you I was not going to be commenting for a while. I wanted to see a few things. I wanted to take a couple steps back on this election. All right. There's a couple things that uh, you have forgotten. All right. In any election, any election, you look at um, who's trending up and who's trending down. Now, President Trump is trending up. That is a good sign for him. Mm-hmm. The other thing you need to remember is do not believe in polls. The mm-hmm. Monmouth poll, I looked at that. They only took 500 respondents. That is not <laughs> yeah. a big nothing. sample. Give me a break. Yeah. The other thing is, is, oh, you want the tally? Trump wins. Complete. Okay. You say right. Trump wins, you want Trump to win. Yes, completely. Okay, I'm going to mark you down for both. Okay. All right, but like for, I, I want to understand something. Down. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the idea is he's trending up. You also know, look at the samples. They're very small samples. And then you have to figure out how many Republicans were asked, how many Democrats. I've been looking that up. Right. I can't find that. So that makes me wonder. So, and another thing is that uh, Rich Rubino, earlier, mm-hmm. like the guy, I know he's a Democrat, uses too many words, let me be succinct. When it comes to all this talk, remember, Trump is tried and true. So is Biden. Biden will raise your taxes. Biden is not a good candidate health-wise, and we all know that. I'm really ticked mm-hmm. off that the Democrats put him up. He shouldn't be there. I mm-hmm. believe the American people are logical. I do, too. Did you hear him over the weekend? But He couldn't even read a teleprompter. It was really sad to see. Did, did you, you hear, hear some hear of the, the struggles he had over the weekend? Yeah, did you hear the words? It was mumbling. And yeah, here, it didn't make sense. I get to sit back and relax because I get to save 880 miles. I don't have to have my son be picked up, brought back. And bring him back to yeah. college. He's on his own. So I get to stay and relax and watch him win the election. And I'm talking about Got Trump. Got it. All right. Thanks, Greg. It's good to hear from Bye. you. Have a great night. All right. I'm putting him down. He will, Trump will win, and he wants Trump to win. Okay. Here's, by the way, Joe Biden over the weekend. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Okay. Does anyone want to guess what he said there? I don't even know what he said there. Uh, let me play it one more time. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying there. This is the problem. This is him reading from a teleprompter. Oh, boy. All right, let's go to Bill. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, uh, good evening. Hey, um, you know, I'm a uh, diehard Republican living over here in the uh, Socialist, uh, Socialist Republic of uh, uh, Illinois. Where anytime somebody sneezes, we get locked down for 30 days. Um, truthfully, I'm scared to death of Joe Biden becoming president. One, because Nancy Pelosi has already brought up the 25th Amendment. I have mm-hmm. a feeling that she's going to, uh, after after a few days, she's going to pull the 25th Amendment on him, boot him out, call, uh, Kamala Harris becomes president. 
and then Hillary becomes vice president. Um, and that's my first thing. And I do believe that if the Democrats would ever try to stack the Supreme Court, would that not take a constitutional convention? Because is that is that not in the uh, I know it's not in the Constitution, but I mean, with all the framework of our country that is set at nine, um, would that not would that not take some sort of effort of of many, many states to approve that? I don't know. And, uh, yeah, that's a good and, question. And my, uh, and my, and my prediction, and I've been, and I've been saying a chapel of divine mercy and a uh, rosary for the last umpteen days that Donald Trump remains our president. So you can put me down as uh, DT twenty twenty. All right, we got it. Thank you very much for the call. Good to hear from you, Bill. All right, three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. Let me read a couple of these text messages. We're going to go to break, and then we'll take your calls right when we get back. Uh, one person, Tina, said, "I want Trump to win, and I think he'll win." So, Trump in Trump. One person says, "I want Trump." Uh, let's see, I want Trump to win, and Trump will win. This is from Viv in Illinois. All right, so I think a lot of people. No one has yet to call in and say they want Biden to win. I don't want Biden to win. I think it would be terrible. In fact, I fear what would happen when we look at all of the progress we've made in so many different ways over the past four years. I just can't imagine erasing all of that and really setting your expectation bar to zero because you know you'll be able to do none of those things. I just think about, well, do we want to be stagnant or do we want to actually grow? And it kills me inside to think that in my gut, I believe Biden's going to win, even though I don't want him to. So I want to get what you think. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America, KMOX. St. Louis's traffic station, KMOX. Thank you for the text messages. I'm going to go through all the calls. So I don't want you going anywhere if you're on the line. And when we have a new one open for you, you can call in to 314-436-7900. And Mike's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Is this you, man? Hey. So, who do you think is going to win? Well, I want to see um, your evidence why you think Biden's going to win. Oh, I, this just is my gut feeling. I feel it's 50-50. It's just I a gut have feeling? A heart, just a gut nah. feeling. Did you, you see say? the Iowa poll today? Did you mm-hmm. listen to Rush? No, I didn't hear Rush's program today, no. Yeah. Okay, well... Gut feeling, um, not impressed with that. Trump's going to win. Thanks. Okay. You want Trump to win, too? Okay, I'll put you down for both. I'll figure that's going to be the case. Yeah, I just this is my gut feeling. I feel it's, if I were to try to put a percentage, I feel it could go either way. It's 50-50. It could slide either way. I feel like it's going to slide the way of Biden. I hate the idea of it. I don't like the idea of it. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. But, man, my gut feeling says Biden's going to do it, and I don't like it. Let's go to uh, the other Mike who's holding the line. Welcome to Overnight America. How are you doing, Ryan? Good. Now, the voting, I'm going to be different than you. Now, this is me. I've been talking to a lot of people because I do vote. I'm a very good voter, and I know friends out of talking to the street. Now, personally, not a personal attack. I don't want Donald Trump in there or Joe Biden. I want them both to pack their bags and go home. And I'm voting independent. Uh, uh, I like the Constitution Party, which is pro-life. And like the independent party, like you say, usually never wins. Unless like a crackerjack box, a prize 
pops out you're paying a prize. But yeah. I, if you want me to tell you who I think is going to win between Trump and Joe Biden, to be honest, even I don't want to say it, Joe Biden, even I don't want to say that, I think he will be Trump. And I think your gut feeling's right because I think uh-huh. the way he talks about that virus because too many lives. And about Ann Wagner and mm-hmm. Jill. And mm-hmm. I like Mike Parson as pro-life, but on the other hand, I don't. They say he really don't care about people as much as you think. You're right about Kim Gardner. She'll win real easy. Carter Bush will win. But now, be careful. Ann Wagner would probably win. But you might be surprised. I think Jill might win. And you know why wow. I say that? Because she gets taxed the most. And a lot of times they got to answer Jill and give you everything. <laughs> there you go. Well, Mike, good to hear from you. And I'm going to put you down for Biden will win. I'm not putting anyone down for want to win because you said you're going third party. Oh, man. Let, let, let this be maybe uh, a call to everyone that's listening. Please go vote. Please, please, please go vote. I would love to make the case for Donald Trump to you if you're planning on voting on Joe Biden. But, you know, I don't feel like anyone's going to be changing their ways much. But still, we can give it a try. 314-436-7900. Let's go to Michelle, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. That's interesting listening to everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the smart people. I feel like I listen and I learn. And I don't know how Trump cannot win for the better of this country mm-hmm. because my husband has said something and he, every day, he reads everything. Mm-hmm. What happened to Biden and what was the, gosh, what was the black president? Uh, uh, president Barack Obama? You talk about the previous you. one his, with this in his administration. Yes, thank you. I'm a little tired. Um, I think I think that says it all. It says it all. Uh, If we follow what they did and didn't do and Trump came in and did it because he is a businessman. And yes, he's rough around the edges. But very. But he gets it done. Yeah. Thank you very much, Michelle. Yeah. And he um, has really, I think exceeded the expectations normally when you go into a run you say i'm going to do these million things and people like the idea of those things and then you get in and you don't do those million things well million might be a little bit large of a number to try to quantify those things but you had a donald trump and a lot of the criticism people had of him at least in the republican party were that there's no way he's going to be able to do these things he's not a politician He's not going to be able to can do nothing, right? He doesn't know the game, and because of that, he's not going to get anything done. Well, how about this? Man, did he get a ton done in his first year in our first four years in office? I mean, an awful lot. And part of what we've seen is that in those four years, I would easily put side by side the accomplishments of Donald Trump versus the 47 years of Joe Biden. And I think you'll see very quickly when they're stacked side by side that you'd be more impressed with what Donald Trump has done in the short amount of time, let alone all of the years that Joe Biden had. So, yes, I I do think that there's going to be that sort of factor. But is it going to matter in the end? Are people going to change their vote because of those? I just don't know. Let's go to John, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. 
Yeah, I would uh, not really support either one of them. And I also would go for a third party, but not those uh, right-wing uh, parties. Uh, I just last week found out about Howie Hawkins of the Green Party. He's got a pretty good uh, platform from a point of view of uh, putting us on a path towards uh, investing the trillions of dollars that go to the military-industrial complex every year through uh, demonizing countries like uh, Russia and China, Iran, uh, uh, North Korea, Syria, Libya, Cuba, Venezuela. We've got to get uh, we've got to get that off our back because it has been there for 70 years. And I would vote uh, uh, if I didn't have a third party, not because I like it, because I think both Trump and Biden are right wingers and committed to the and pawns of that same military industrial complex. And it would be a vote against all of those 1,500 right wing talk shows that completely pollute our airwaves coast to coast uh, and uh, uh, drag us into those kinds of uh, policies that uh, uh, are bleeding our country for the benefit of the military industrial complex and to the detriment yeah. of our infrastructure but- in this country. Yeah, but let me let, hold on just real quick. Let me just make sure. So you think Joe Biden would be considered a Republican? No, I think he's a, he's a right winger. His whole history has been the same commitment to these wars around the world. And I think Trump is also, except for one brief split second in 2016, when he said, I think we could have peace with Russia and brought the whole deep state of the military industrial complex and, and the yeah. connected media against it for that. But he abandoned that. When he was attacked, well, hold on. Uh, just, tried just to real quick, it. real quick. I just wanted to maybe you could at least agree on this. Um, when was the last time you could remember a president that didn't start a new war? Because Donald Trump hasn't. You got to be at least happy for that. Well, he's been uh, giving uh, billions of dollars to a uh, uh, reactionary dark age uh, uh, government of Saudi Arabia to actually commit genocide against Yemen, and there's been a little talk about that. And he has uh, tried to prove to his attackers that he's tough on Russia and China. and He'll be just as much a warmonger as they want him to be if they'll get off his back. And I don't think that's the direction that uh, I saw a a glimmer of hope in 2016 when he tried to uh, buck that tight and say that we could have peace with Russia. But then he submitted to his attackers to try to appease him, I feel. I don't see that. He's got a funny way of showing it, if that's the case, with all the sanctions that were put on the countries, the trade uh, problems between us and China have starting to get leveled oh, off. And right. then even if that's you talk right. about the way we send representatives to the United Nations to fight those other countries that have these terrible uh, crimes against uh, their own people. I mean, well, we're no, trying I'm to keep other people uh, accountable. I mean, how could you hold that against him for doing those things and say that it's like the opposite of what he's doing? No, I'm saying that uh, I object to uh, his... Uh, trying to provoke and trying to uh, restart cold wars and drag us into those wars against him. He started out for one split second in 2016 for peace with those countries, and since then he's been trying to appease his attackers rather than... yeah, so what you're saying is that him being too hard on them may have the opposite effect, as in they might reject it and it could cause future conflict. Is that what you're saying? I think it will, and it has. Okay, well, when we look at uh, all these red baiters on 1,500 right-wing stations uh, that are going to drag <laughs> us into war, uh, and it. it's totally right. unfair. No, okay, but thank you very much, John. Yeah, I tried to—it's so interesting. It's like when the 
conspiracy comes all the way back around to the other side, and then all of a sudden you're arguing what you're not arguing. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. No other president, think about that. Uh, going back, how many decades would it have to take before you found a president that didn't start a new war? I mean, that's pretty impressive. What he did instead was try to use some extra money going into the military in order to try to revitalize some of the different uh, deficiencies that we've had out of date and really just worn down equipment, trying to get the thing back up and running order as opposed to spending that money in more wars. I think that's a good thing that we haven't done that. But uh, either way, 314-436-7900. Let's go to Vernal real quick. Welcome to Overnight America. Morning, uh, evening. Uh, let me, I'm from Biden, okay? Let me ask you one thing. What has Trump done so outstanding since he's been in the White House? Let me ask you. Oh, I think he's done a lot of outstanding things. So yeah, where yeah, do you want to start? One. Do you want to come up with one? I think, I think one. the economy is probably his thing that he's most proud of, and I would agree. The economy in the la- well, up until the start of the pandemic was just doing phenomenal, and I think you cannot okay. deny that. Okay, now who saved the automobile industry? What, who saved the auto industry? Biden saved the automobile industry right now in in, uh, Grand City and obviously Detroit. You got a steel mill that's closed two plants. How well has that worked out, by the way, with the support of NAFTA and jobs leaving the country? How well did that really work out? So you can continue to pump money into it to try to keep it going, or maybe you give the incentive for them to keep the jobs here. Which, by the way, you want to talk about the auto industry. What about all these different manufacturers that made more investments in the United States during Trump's administration as opposed to moving them overseas during the Obama administration when Joe Biden was a part of it? So how how could you look at the auto industry and say that it's better under Obama? They say I would rather us to. Okay. No, right. well, that's they the thing. Saved. They bailed right. it out. Sure, they they gave it a loan, bailed it out. That's one thing. I wouldn't say that's saving it. That's just uh, buying some time uh, to save it. The idea is to try to bring the jobs here, so you can keep those jobs in the United States. In renegotiating NAFTA between Canada, Mexico, and the United States, putting additional tariffs on China and overseas, and some of these other countries that have been taking advantage of us, that gives the incentive to people come back. And then you have the tax incentives on top of that. So, uh, Vernal, thank you very much for your call. So, I'll put you down for Biden and Biden. I think if you want to talk about who's done more for the auto industry, it's absolutely Donald Trump. So let's just be honest about that, too. You can bail it out and just give money or you can set the groundwork in order for them to be self-sufficient and then have a future. What are you going to do? Just year after year after year, every administration, you're just going to continue to bail out to keep it here? Or would you rather have the incentive here so they can continue to, act? I don't know, maybe want to invest in the United States and then maybe they don't need a bailout? Maybe that's the better way to look at it. All right, so we'll take some more of your calls coming up next. It's Overnight America KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. And Overnight America is live tonight up until midnight. You may be listening to this on the replay hour, but it's on the podcast too. But this is nice, the time we get before the election night, and it's pretty serious time. I gave my predictions. I want to hear yours now at 314-436-7900 if you're keeping track from home. Right now... Um, want to win, we have seven votes for Trump, one for Biden. Will win, we have six votes for Trump, three votes for Biden. So still outnumbering it. Let's go to Precious, who's on the line. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello, hi. Hi, thanks for calling in. Hi. Um, well, I'm going with Biden. Mm-hmm. Both Biden, you want to win and you will vote for him? Kind of, uh, you want to see it on both sides? Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I would, I would rather have Biden. I mean, he's not my favorite pick, but I just don't think Trump is a good president. I really don't see anything that he's done um, for our country, but divided more than anything, especially race. So what does Biden bring the to the table? That's a, yeah, like, what's, mm-hmm. what does Biden bring to the table that's more appealing to you? I just think that Biden brings a lot more appealing. It's it's just the person that he is. Um, He kind of wants to see peace more than anything, and he's not one to run our country like a business. Like, this is not a business. This is a country. Okay, but but then again, I guess I don't understand. So when you say um, run it like a business, so Joe Biden gets in, um, are you just saying that it would be better to have someone more stable of a personality, even if the economy tanks, you'd be willing to trade that off? No, it's, I don't think that the economy will tank because our economy hasn't tanked um, uh, this time. So I don't think that it will now. I just don't see what has Trump. The, every, it's the only thing that I hear everyone saying is, oh, Trump is our economy is this, our economy is that, but our country is falling apart you know, every, every other way, like there is threat. Like I've never saw the elections this serious where businesses are boarding up, where people are afraid if Trump doesn't win, that there's going to be a race war. People are at the polls being threatened if they don't tr- vote for Trump. I've never saw this. And he is the president now, but he's okay with it. Like I've never saw so much turmoil at for elections. Yeah, I would say the opposite of your assessment when it comes to businesses boarding up right now. You really think businesses are boarding up because they're afraid Donald Trump is going to win, or do you think they're boarding up because they're afraid he loses? I heard you all comment earlier, and they were saying because if he loses, but no, he clearly told the the, uh, Proud Boys to stand by, stay near, so that let us know 
Um, I don't know if you saw no. the video. Well, hold on, on, but no, no, I'll, yeah. I'll back up for even for a second. Do the Proud Boys go into cities and start burning and shooting at police and things like that, or is it primarily uh, another group organization? So I, I, I want to well, just try to gauge where you where you kind of come to the well, conclusion no, that, that boarding well, no, up is something that Trump you're, supporters you're do. Including, you're including two different things. You're talking about police brutality. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the president. Like, as if, do you not see the video where the people are literally following a lady that voted for Biden and threatening her that circulate in social media? Those are not fighting supporters. No, no, no. Well, I'm talking about one specific thing you brought up, which was boarding up the buildings. And all of those businesses are doing it in preparation if Donald Trump wins. They're afraid what happens with the Biden supporters. That's what they're afraid of for that. I don't know how you come to the other conclusion. No, the reason I come to the other conclusion is because I see it. And, I mean, again, I have yet to see one Biden supporter going a uh, video going around circulating social media showing any Biden supporters <clears throat> beating up on people, following people, <laughs> harassing people because they don't know oh, that happens all the time. I don't see a video. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at. I mean, how, uh, let's just OK, let's take one example. For example, let's go up to like Portland where they decided to take a city block. And do you think those were Donald Trump supporters that were up there minute, and just destroying everything? Where do you, what are you saying? The, or Seattle like, or whatever it was. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about the, some of the cities. I'll give you examples. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, just last week over in Pennsylvania when you had Philadelphia and what was going on there. So in reaction to something but that what, happened what with the police the officer, it's not it, it's not the it's not the president like you're combining. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying, no, but what I'm saying is you don't see. No, no, hold on. I'll take. No, hold on. You never see Trump supporters going out there and using it as an opportunity to destroy their own city. You never see that. And I don't know how you can say that's what's going on. Okay, because you're saying Trump supporters. That is totally different when we talk about police, police brutality. The election, we're talking about the election. When you have police that kill unarmed black males, then you have all types of people from different walks of life that come out to protest. That has nothing to do with the elections. We're speaking about the election. So you're collectively taking something totally different and adding it and saying, okay, well, these are Biden people. That has nothing to do with the elections. We're speaking of the elections. Well, I'm speaking of what, what's floating around social media. There's not just one video where Trump supporters are going cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. There are two videos where Trump supporters are harassing people because they're Ooh. seeing Biden or they're walking around yeah. with a Biden sticker. Nah. All right. Well, uh, Precious, uh, this is what I'll say. You can you can do this for yourself. This is what I, you can do your own experiment. Next time there's some social unrest when they're burning buildings and then throwing bricks and shooting at police. I want you to go out and wear a Make America Great Again hat in the middle of it and see how you're treated. All right. Thank you very much for your call, Precious, because I think it could be very easily. You'll find out quickly that they do not support Donald Trump, the ones that are out there trying to destroy these cities in their own communities. It's it's not even close. In fact, I, I don't think you could ever really find these instances where they go out there and think the, their first inclination is, oh, my goodness, Donald Trump lost. I need to go out there and start burning my city down. I, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Let's go to Bob, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, good evening. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. I think based on three non-scientific metrics, Trump will win. I want him to win. 
but those metrics are Johnny Brock's costume sales. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, basically he came out this week and said since the eighties, uh, based on which mask they sell is which president wins. And Trump was far and away in greater demand this year. The second one is the truckers poll. It's a non-scientific poll of truckers across America based on the uh, enthusiasm they see in the cities and across rural America as they drive around overwhelmingly they say Trump uh, is going to win. And the third one is is a little more subtle. It's Tucker Carlson about a month ago was the most viewed nighttime TV cable show in U.S. history just on a, like a Tuesday night. And yeah. so there's something going on in America that makes people tune in to Tucker Carlson on a Tuesday night in the middle of September uh, that now, that wasn't happening before. And so based on those non-scientific metrics, I think Trump will win. Okay, very good. like to hear that. Thank you, Bob. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Roy, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Um, um, uh, hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay. Hey, goodbye, Donald Trump. Yes, tomorrow is the last it's- day. Wednesday morning, you can wake up with a breath of fresh air. No more lying to you. No more lying. No more jokes. All a uniter. A uniter, Biden, will be uniting America. Black and whites can come together from now on in the streets. They can, you, you know, he can speak to the black family. Trump ain't spoke to no black family. Don't care about no black people. He do not care. Have not even commented on none of the killings or nothing. Ha, na, na, na. Goodbye. Oh, no, Donald he comments Trump. on them. Good, yeah, Wait, hold on. Yeah, he comments yeah, on all yeah, of the yeah, different negative, cases. Yeah. Goodbye, Donald Trump. Goodbye, Sean Hannity. Goodbye, Rush Limbaugh. Goodbye. <laughs> Overnight. Oh, Roy. Oh, <laughs> Let me point out, Roy, in if how in the world does he can you say he doesn't care about uh the black community when he spent so much time and effort to try to at least work with the black community? You even have some high profile uh celebrities like Ice Cube recently come out and saying they wouldn't even let me the Bidens wouldn't even let me sit at the table to talk to them. Uh Donald Trump would at least take my call and sit uh, down Donald with me. Trump but no, let's point out this too. And you can also look at the unemployment rate being historically low in a lot of different demographics, including that one. That's huge. And also look at the uh, the amount of money he put towards uh, black colleges in trying to put a commitment there, a long term commitment in order to try to help that justice reform. You know, President Obama didn't do anything with justice reform with uh, Joe Biden. At least Donald Trump started it. I mean, in some cases, even started to get firsthand trying to uh, pardon certain people when he welcomed all kinds of different people like, you know, the Kim Kardashians of the world. He sat down with Kim Kardashian. Come on. <laughs> You're telling me he doesn't care about it. Uh, don't give me that. So uh, that's actually not true. But I did put you down for Biden and Biden want to win and will win. 314-436-7900. This is Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Now, I want to make sure we get as many calls as we can, and then we'll take some more after the news because I feel like this is an important night. It's the night before the election. This is really the night I think a lot of people are the most anxious because they don't know how tomorrow night's going to go. It's going to be nail-biting watching the results as they come in, and I'll be doing them digitally for KMOX.com. 
11.20 a.m. on regular KMOX, where you're listening right now, will be more of a news approach. So I hope that you can join me on the website or Facebook or Twitter, places like that. Uh, I want to go to Bob, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America, Bob. Hello. Um, Hi. I wanted, to, I wanted to say that the Obama administration, it was really bad. It, I was expecting General Motors to come out of it. Instead, they just let it tank. I lost a lot of money, and I'm really upset that people think that that he's helped the automotive industry. And if you look around St. Louis City, you see all the schools that just closed, and it's disgusting to see the schools closed. They people having abortions, you know, and it's and it's really bad for the for the for the country. Mm. We are seeing a lull. And yeah, you're right. Population growth is not what it should be. But yeah, talking about the auto industry, too, you remember what President Obama said on his way out? You'll never get those jobs back. That was his. uh, That's what he said. We just have to get used to the idea that we're going to lose jobs overseas and you can't reverse that sort of thing. But look what happened. Lo and behold, you put pressure on these other countries and the incentive for these industries to uh, to thrive in the United States and they start reinvesting in the United States again. That's a big deal. Um, Thank you very much for the call, Bob. And it's good to point out, you're right. Yeah, a lot of people got hurt by those in, uh, auto industries moving those jobs overseas. And you had the Obama administration and Joe Biden with the administration putting their hands up. Oh, well, what can you do? I guess we'll just bail it out. Let's go to Tammy, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. Just wanted to let you know, tomorrow my son and I are both going to vote for Donald Trump. And we both believe that he is going to win. Unless... Uh, somehow the other side does some shenanigans. And there's already been uh-huh. some voter fraud down in Texas. And, of course, situations with the ballots um, being thrown in dumpsters and creeks and everything. And, um, I mean, just when you see the last few rallies, just the sea of people, it's like, wow. that. And then you see Joe Biden's rallies, and it's just like, it's just not the same. So I agree with the truckers for the enthusiasm gap that um, uh-huh. just like with Hillary, there were more signs out for Trump than Hillary as they rolled across America. Same thing now, yeah. more Trump signs out. And all these organic parades that have just sprung up, I mean, in Beverly oh, yeah. Hills, Kylie <laughs> or whatever, Minaj, Nikki, whatever her name, Minaj, she was freaking out that there were people with trucks in Beverly Hills having a parade and just, so I, I, why does your gut tell you that Biden's going to win with these? I don't know. It just does. Maybe I've ate a lot of junk food lately. That's uh, no, I don't know if it's rigged. I think the thing that you're going to see is that if it is contested and let's say for some reason uh, the DNC tries to contest it, I think what they're going to try to do is over. um, They're basically going to try to go over state law and they're going to try to count votes that go against what the rules were going into this. And I think also what's going to be a problem are these faithless electors. I agree. But if it goes to the Supreme Court and this is why it's so important to have the Supreme Court that looks at the precedent and what the state law says and tries to rule on it that way, because then you're going to be able to at least have the level playing field. So this is what I'm afraid of, because people are not going to accept it if they feel like there's some uh, something going down. But I feel like, if anything, they're going to try to go against what the state's individual laws are in order to try to steal it. And that would be bad news. All right, Tammy, thank you very much for the call. But yeah, that's what I think could happen. Uh, do you believe that Joe Biden in the DNC would just go quietly? I don't know if that's the case. I really don't think so. I have a hard time seeing Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi accepting this. Let's go to Larry. Welcome to Overnight America. 
He'll go quietly like Al Gore did. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. With pregnant Chad. So I have a little quiz for you, Ryan. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which party wants to eviscerate the Constitution? Oh. The Republicans or the Democrats? Ah, uh, good old Democrats. Yep. yep okay. Yep, yep, yep. Second, who's the only president ever to go to a pro-life rally? This is for Mike. Mm, this is, of course, Donald Trump speaking at it. It was just You're fantastic. two for two. So yeah. the eight-year administration under Obama, we kept hearing one word constantly, ISIS. Mm. Do you hear that word anymore under the Trump administration? Oh. Oh, we, we took care of a lot oh, of the we took big care leaders, of and we continue to. In fact, it's it's the thing that we continue to strike in these big leaders, and this is this is huge. Um, the fact that we didn't just allow this sort of thing to continue to fester. And last, my last trivia, my last question is: these parties that believe in or this the cities that have self destruction are not mm-hmm. self destruction, where they have peaceful pro- protests, where its cities are where the Buildings are burnt down, like downtown St. Louis, the Seven Eleven, whatever. What, yeah. what, what, what mayorship were those Democrats or Republicans <laughs> running those cities? Yeah, very good. But let me point out what I saw on Twitter just before we go, Larry. And I thought this was hilarious. Someone pointed out, "You think the Republicans are going to burn down their own businesses?" <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Thank you very much, Larry. Good to hear from you. I want to take more of your calls. Don't go anywhere. In fact, we got a couple of lines open now at 314-436-7900 on Overnight America KMOX. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.